Broadcasting from the Cradle of Liberty in Philadelphia. All the way to the rhythm and blues of Beale Street in Memphis. To high atop the Wasatch Mountains in Utah. This is where politically correct perception meets common sense. This is the Joe Carey Show. Hey, welcome to... The Legal Hour. I have Haley Dickey here with me. She is a family law attorney. And, uh, wow, somebody has really juked up the uh, volume on my microphone. Haley, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you, Brian? Does it feel like I'm shouting at you? Because I'm really trying not to. Not from my expect- or perception, but maybe the listeners. Okay, well. <laughs> it the- sounds great. <laughs> I'm trying not to yell at anybody here. But, um, man, it's, g- it's good to catch up with you. And um, as we start our conversation, I guess we should probably let the listener know um, even though we're talking about legal things, there are a couple things they're going to need to keep in mind. Yeah, I'm, I am a family law attorney, but none of the information that I provide today should be construed as legal advice. Um, I'm just providing general information. If you do have specific questions, you should contact an attorney for a consultation. Um, please keep in mind that nothing that I say creates any sort of a attorney-client agreement. Um and, and like I said, if you have questions and need specific answers regarding your own specific circumstances, please call an attorney for a consultation. Okay. And if you want to join Haley on the air on today's program, you can call in live at 801-254-1640. Again, 801-254-1640. I know you have brought a new topic to discuss, and I'm excited to discuss this. What are, what are we going to be visiting about today? Yeah, today, last week, I kind of mentioned that I was going to share this week some resources. So a lot of times, um, I'm, everyone knows attorneys are expensive. It's expensive to to hire an attorney and to pay that initial retainer and to be able to, to move forward with representation. Um, so the state does have many resources available um, if you feel like you, you don't have the means to be able to pay for an attorney. And I kind of want to talk a little bit about those and what they are and how you can get in contact with them and also where you can find this list. So it, I just want to make sure that people... I've talked a lot on this show about misinformation and the spread of misinformation. And so I, I really am trying to provide as many resources that can help people so that they're not going out and seeking their own you know, the, their own information sources, especially via the internet or, or talking to friends, because your situation is so different from somebody else's situation. So you really do need to talk to an attorney. And if that means consulting with an, an attorney that does a consultation for free, or if you're talking to legal aid, um, you know, talking to these different resources, at least you're getting information that's coming directly from from a legal source. And, and then you really need to be doing that. If you find yourself in, in legal trouble or in need of, of legal advice, please seek that advice from somebody that's qualified to give you that information. Okay. So uh, this is good news. I was I've because I've wondered if somebody finds themselves in a situation where they really need, you know, this kind of help. Um, I'm sorry. Again, this is the, the TV shows I've watched. I'm thinking, well, I guess they have to go commit a crime so that they can have an attorney to be appointed to represent them if they can't afford one. Yeah, that's true. I think. And actually, that's um, a misconception that that if you can't afford an attorney, then one will be appointed for you. And that that's actually only true in the criminal in criminal law. So that doesn't happen in family law. If you can't afford an attorney, you have the right to represent yourself. 
but you don't have a right to representation. So it's important to keep that in mind. And, and I think a lot of people move forward because they don't have representation. They kind of, like I said, just try to find the resources that they can talk to friends, family, their social circles. And that ends up being wrong information for their specific circumstances. So it's important to go and seek legal resources to be able to answer your questions, even if you can't afford an attorney. Um, so I just kind of wanted to, to give a list and there's quite a few on here, but I, I'm going to talk a little bit about a, a couple of them um, and also talk about how often they're used. So there are a lot of resources. The resources I'm going to talk today are um, span from legal clinics that are available that you can attend. So that means that an attorney is not necessarily going to come on to your case. They're not going to enter an appearance, but they're going to give you advice. They're going to help you know what documentation you need to file, what the documentation needs to state. So kind of helping you on for one hour when you attend a clinic. And this can be really helpful. A lot of cases, it's it really is the first step is just filing the correct document to initiate the case. So these legal clinics, I think they're really helpful. Um, and, and they're probably the most common resource. And, and that's just because an attorney's not taking on the liability of an entire case, right? Pro bono. So, so these legal clinics are helpful, but you're not getting a full scope representation. So a couple of those legal clinics, um, there's one that, that occurs at the Matheson every first and third Wednesday. And let me get to... From 6 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. And sometimes they'll go till 8 p.m. Um, this clinic is specifically, specifically for family law, child custody, divorce, and protective orders. Um, they usually have a pretty good turnout of attorneys. They always have a lot of people attending those. Um, I personally volunteer sometimes at that clinic. And it's I really think it's helpful. I think this is a helpful resource. Um, so it's located in the Matheson Courthouse, room W19. And the Matheson Courthouse, of course, is just the downtown courthouse located at 450 South State Street, Salt Lake City. Um, and it is sponsored by the the University of Utah's law school, the S.J. Quinney College of Law. And like I said, they do a good job. They just get attorneys in the area to come and volunteer. Um, and it, it really is... You know, I typically, when I volunteered, I sit with one, maybe one or two people. So I, we're, we're going through their cases. You know, we're really trying to provide help um, and setting setting whoever we're working up, whoever we're working with up to be able to, to at least move their case along or respond in an appropriate manner. So if you find yourself in a situation where you need to respond to some sort of legal pleading, specifically in family law, I would look into the, the family law free clinic that's held at the Madison courthouse. Again, that's every other first and third Wednesday of the month, which means there's one today. So. Ah, if your social calendar is clear, you might want to take that in. Yeah. So 6 PM at the Madison courthouse. Um, another good clinic There's also a, a legal clinic in Ogden that's available. It's the second Thursday of every month. Um, again, these are no appointment legal clinics. They provide advice. It's the same thing. They provide advice. They don't provide representation. 
Um, and they're willing to work with you for 30 to 60 minutes. There's not an income requirement, so anybody can attend. Um, and that's at the LDS Employment Center at 435 North Wall Avenue, Suit B in Harrisville, Utah. Um, another good option is the Community Legal Clinic in Salt Lake. This is the same thing, but they also answer questions related to immigration and just general legal issues in addition to family law. Um, it's located. This is located at the LDS Employment Center in Salt Lake City, so 780 West, 800 South, Salt Lake City. Um, there's also the Rainbow Law Free Clinic. This is also sponsored by the University of Utah. The clinic deals with LGBT issues related to employment, estate planning, family law, etc. Um, also a free clinic. It's held at... 1380 South Main Street in Salt Lake City. So there, these are just some of the community clinics. This isn't a um, comprehensive list. There's also a community legal clinic in Sugar House. So I, in terms of finding what's available and if you're able to make it work with your schedule, I would just say, look, there's usually multiple free clinics going on at any time during the month. So make sure you're looking in to see what kind of help you need and, and where you can find it. There's there's resources. You have options. Okay, I have a question for you. And, and I don't know how this applies to family law versus, say, criminal law or other areas of law. But I have this impression that somewhere along the way I've heard that many attorneys, as, as part of their work, will engage in pro bono work. Now, can you explain to me how, how that works? Is, is it a tradition? Is it expected? You know, if you're going to be an attorney, you should be willing to do an X amount of pro bono work. Does that apply across all the various areas of practicing law? It, it does. Um, there's no actual requirement, but the Utah Bar does ask. So we do actually have to report our pro bono hours worked. We report every other year and... The general rule is that you should be providing about 40 hours of pro bono service per year. Um, again, it, there's no, it doesn't affect your license if you don't. But yes, I, I think most attorneys work. I mean, 40 hours, that's, to be honest, a lot of times you'll have a client, they'll pay, but they'll run out of money. And then you continue to do their case. That you continue to do their case, you know, that can count as your pro bono. Um, I think a lot of attorneys take on cases pro bono, but they're typically willing to do one or two a year. So it's not, I have people ask me all the time, do you know anyone that's taking on pro bono cases? And that's typically not how it works. Usually you're not going to go to an, a law office and say, Hey, can I get on your pro bono calendar? Like it just doesn't work that way. Typically it'll be somebody that, that strikes a chord with the attorney and they're willing to take on the case. Um, because they feel like it's an important case or or whatever. Um, the attorney has the complete and full discretion to determine how and when they'll take on those pro bono cases. So it's not like a car dealership. I'll go at the end of the month when they're really struggling no. to hit their quota. Okay. Yeah, no quota. And I, I think that that's a misunderstanding. I think people think that they, they have to, but yeah, no quota for pro bono work. But we all are working pro bono. We all do do that. All right. This is The Legal Hour with Haley Dickey. We'll be back after these messages.
America is built and based on liberties and freedoms. Liberty HealthShare brings that to health care. The liberty of choosing your own doctor. The liberty of choosing your own hospital. Liberty HealthShare makes health care affordable to millions of Americans. Ignite your liberty. Sharing plans starting at $199 for a single, $399 for a couple, and no matter how big the family, only $529. That's $529 for the entire family. To learn how you can save, go to lightyourliberty.com. That's lightyourliberty.com. Peace Legal, we're a refreshingly different type of law firm. Other law firms charge clients by the minute. Sometimes you're afraid to call your lawyer because you're worried about the cost. Not with Peace Legal. You have the option in most cases between hourly billing and flat fee billing. With flat fee billing, you know how much your case will cost up front. One flat fee, no hidden costs, and no charges to speak with your lawyer. We specialize in family law, adoptions, divorce, prenuptial agreements, and enforcement of custody and support orders. We also work with businesses and nonprofits, with planning, contracts, and employment issues. We also handle what we call life law matters. These are those cases that arise just by living life, buying a home, rental agreements, power of attorneys, and traffic and DUI matters. We have five offices in Orem, Ogden, Salt Lake City, Sandy, and Spanish Fork. Visit us at PeaceLegal.net. That's P-E-A-C-E-L-E-G-A-L.net. Or call us at 801-876-LAWS. That's 801-876-5297. Our consultations are free, and we will always work hard for you. Peace Legal. We're a refreshingly different type of law firm. When you're hiring, you want qualified candidates fast, and it can be hard to know where to find them. More than 3 million businesses use Indeed.com, the world's number one job site. Whether you need entry-level or highly skilled employees, Indeed helps you find great talent and make the right hire. Indeed is offering new users a $50 credit to give their first job post premium visibility as a sponsored job. Redeem this offer at Indeed.com slash promo. That's Indeed.com slash promo. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. I don't mean to brag, kid, but I'm a pretty healthy guy. Running a growing business means I'm always running. Not many can keep up with me. But you know who can? Granger. When it comes to getting me the answers I need right when I need them, Granger moves just as fast as I do. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. They're a good running partner, because no matter what problem I have or question, Granger's got my back. Call, clickgranger.com or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. My name is Garrett Smith, and I'm a lawyer with Peace Legal. Are you starting a new business or launching a nonprofit? You'll want to have the right foundation. You'll want the peace of mind in knowing that the advice you're getting is rock solid. At Peace Legal, we work with business owners, entrepreneurs, and nonprofits. We help plan and review your business model, draft the necessary paperwork, and work with you when legal challenges and opportunities arise as part of your business. PeaceLegal.net. That's P-E-A-C-E-L-E-G-A-L.net. Or call us at 801-876-LAWS. That's 801-876-5297. Peace Legal. We're a refreshingly different type of law firm. Hey, once again, welcome back to The Legal Hour with Haley Dickey, a family law attorney, here to talk about family law matters. And this pro bono thing, I have to say, very interesting. It is interesting. Yeah, I, it's, I think it's hard. For me, it's hard. Um, I wish that I, I have had to learn. I mean, I think I went into an attorney. This is shocking, but I think I went to become an attorney to really help people. I really feel like there is such a capacity to helping people in this field. And it's really hard 
to try and find a balance because there are, you know, an infinite number of cases that need help. And, and for people that unfortunately, because it is so expensive and it's, it's hard to access, um, people that can't afford an attorney. And so I, I was just telling Brian during the break, like there are a million cases <laughs> knocking on the attorney's doors at all times that we could take for free. You know, there's no, there's no shortage of, of cases that need pro bono work. And I think that's why, you know, this is, I, I'm not trying to justify that we don't take every case, but this is how, I, you know, I make a living. Um, so it's really something that I've had to learn to balance the pro bono work with, you know, the paid work. So it's kind of an interesting topic. So the medical profession sometimes has to deal with people who are hypochondriacs and they will go to their doctor or they'll go to the ER for lots of little things. Doc, I think this time it's cancer. You know, they're imagining the worst all the time. Is there a legal equivalent of hypochondria? Are there, pe- are there people who chase after lawyers uh, hoping that, uh, hey, 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 take my case. Maybe, I don't know, in the case of a lawsuit or something like that. I would say the legal form of, of the hypochondriac is less so somebody that's, I mean, you get your litigious people that are really just pursuing cases. But I would say I think more um, sort of the appropriate comparison would be that there are clients that when you, they are a client, they do have a, a, something legal going on, but they want to to go after everything all the time. Any injustice that they feel like is an injustice or, or something like that. So there's a lot of um, client counseling that needs to take place. I think that's kind of more the equivalent of, of the hypochondriac. Okay. Quotes. Um, I mean, look, if you can afford it. No big deal. You know, I mean, that's that's why I have a, my attorneys on retainer. But I think so, too. But I do think that it's a mark of a good attorney that, that they'll also tell you. I, I mean, ultimately, it's their choice, right? You can mm-hmm. you can pursue whatever you want. You get your day in court. And, and that's the legal system that we have. But I think it's a bad attorney that just says, yeah, if you want to pay for it, let's do it. Versus a risk analysis. A counseling session with them, letting them know, hey, this, these are the likely outcomes, you know, and, and giving them an entire picture before they run and, and try to pursue all types of litigation. Um, I will say that after that analysis, I've had people want to move forward and that's completely their choice. I'm happy to represent them in those circumstances, but it's definitely our jobs as attorneys to appropriately analyze that risk with them before I think that we we just pursue any any type of litigation that they want to pursue. So So you guys can afford to be choosy. I mean afford, I think it would be I it would be a much more lucrative if we did just do everything that our clients, you know, off the top of their head want to do. But again, you're working like my clients don't typically have a legal education or background. So they feel a lot of times their reaction to something is what they've heard or something that happened in a friend's case and that that they want to pursue. But once talking to their attorney, they, you know, they're reasonable people. They usually understand that that's not worth it in their specific case, or maybe it's not worth it. Um, Yeah, I would say it would be a lot. It's a really lucrative 
Being an attorney is really lucrative if you're willing to do whatever your client wants to do all the time (laughs) without advising them otherwise. I think I would make a lot more money if that was the case. So. Okay. I just want the record to show we have an attorney sitting here telling us it ain't all about the money. It's not. Yeah, definitely. I think we need to be reminded sometimes. Yeah. I told Haley a lawyer joke off the air, and so <laughs> she was like, oh, boy, a lawyer joke. And I'm sure there, there are lots of people who joke around, but let, let, the, let it be known, though. There are lawyers out there. There are attorneys who really do approach this, you know, with, with an intention and with the determination. I'm going to do the right thing by my client. Rather than just, <laughs> sure, I'll right. take more of your money. Well, and you, you need to find, I, I've talked about that a lot. I think it's really important to v- vet your attorney. Um, How do you do that? If that's what you want. If that's what you, if you want an outcome that you can live with. So I, I work in family law, right? So I'm, I'm really specifically talking about in a, in a situation where there's a divorce, highly contentious divorce the law's pretty clear. There's a lot of discretion. Sometimes there's really unique issues, but for the most part, your attorney can pretty well guess within, you know, some degree of error, but the outcomes aren't that differential. The outcome, I, I mean, I can tell you pretty much where the outcome's going to be um, in a range, right? And so if you have an attorney that's saying, no, 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 let's take this to trial when the opposing side is proposing really reasonable things and things that are are certainly possible in terms of an outcome or even likely as an outcome. You have an inter- if you have an attorney that's saying, no, let's let's take him to court, let's try and take him for all their worth or let's take him for the kid, like we'll get the kids if we fight this. That should be a red flag. It's a red flag. Like there's. The court isn't going to determine when you go in front of a judge, they're not going to determine that the other party is the scum of the earth and that they don't deserve anything. That's just not what's going to happen. And so, but it's so lucrative for an attorney to take cases to court. You know, it's hours of work. It's sometimes those cases go on for years. You know, that's a really lucrative client. It's job security. Exactly. I mean, you'd have to be less than human not to go, oh, well, that's a good thing. Right. Yep, absolutely. Okay. So, Got about two minutes left here. If somebody's quick and wants to call in, they can do it. 801-254-1640. Haley, what's, what's the takeaway that you'd like our listener to, to take away today? Why well, I, I really want listeners to understand that there are legal resources. If you feel like you can't you know, you're on the in the middle of a divorce or, or your ex has said that they're filing for divorce or you want to initiate a divorce. There are resources. I would say I, I absolutely and I have to say this, but I do believe this, that there is value in having an attorney. I, I mean, I think if if you can't afford it, that that should be the route that you go. But if you can't, there are options. There are people that you can talk to that can give you good advice and that can provide you with good information. There are resources out there that you can utilize. And that's so much better than talking to your peers, posting in a Facebook group. You know, don't try to take a poll and see what the most likely response is from from a group of peers. Your case is different. Every case is unique. Every set of facts is different. 
and can be applied to the law differently. And it's important to talk to an attorney about your specific circumstance. You had mentioned a number of different clinics and groups that meet that provide this. Um, for someone who wanted to just learn about that in their community, is there a specific direction they should should reach out? I mean, could they could they call? Who could they call in their community to maybe get a handle on what groups are available? Sure. So both of the colleges, actually. So there are two law schools in the state of Utah. Um, there's the law school at the U of U, and then there's also the law school at BYU. And both of them keep running lists of clinics and, and opportunities that are no charge. So, and good resources. So you can reach out to both of the schools and they can provide you with that list. Both of them actually have it posted on their, their website as well. And then the last resource that has a lot of good resources is utcourts.gov. So actually just the courts website provides a lot of self-help resources as well. Okay. Haley Dickey, thank you so much. Stand by for Remember Me with Intervivos coming up after these messages. 